stadium. Their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. The same one. Yes, it's the same one. In beautiful South Pasadena, California, this is Blue Heaven Podcast. Oh, man, that, that one was much louder than it was earlier. What's going on, Dodgers Nation? Good to see you again. My name is Clint. You can find me as Real FRG on Twitter and Instagram. I did not save my beer crack for you guys. I'm very sorry. I, I did. I needed it we talked much about it earlier than anticipated. What's up, guys? My name is Brooke. You can find me at Me 3 on Twitter and Instagram on today's show. Season 5? We're on season 5. Season this is officially season 5. Episode one, even though it's episode uh, 250 now. 250. That's like a, a quarter of a way to 1,000. Oh, it's like. And if I'm still doing this show on episode 1,000, I would. I, I would. We better be making like dumb amounts better of money. Have far beyond John Boy money. By oh, yeah, I want, I want oh, Joe Rogan God. money. You know, I listened to a podcast that they've been doing for like, there's like a comedy podcast and they're like, we've been doing this for 10 years now. And they're just now kind of famous. And I was like. Okay. Oh, so, not John Boy. So ten bo- ten years from now, I might be doing okay. <laughs> so yeah. we have a chance. That's all I'm saying. We might have a chance on today's show. Uh, we're back. Clearly, we are back. Clearly, we are in the same room. We'll talk about that. You know, it was a rough couple weeks. <laughs> Wasn't great. <laughs> Happy New Year, everybody. Happy New Year, everybody. Uh, we'll have a little bit of an off season reset. It's been uh, it's been only two Mondays that we haven't done this, but it feels like a thousand years. To be it's honest. only been two Mondays. Yeah, yeah. It, it, we'll see. We'll really see. If we still got it, I don't know if we ever had it to begin with. Uh, like I said, we're going to offset, uh, offset the reset, the offseason. Uh, we got hypothetical trades because that just is a thing that sounds like a good title of a segment. Uh, Rob Manfred is pretty, uh, pretty, pretty, uh, pretty bad commissioner. And we want to talk about him again, one of our favorite whipping boys here. We are also going to solve the MLB lockout and a whole lot more on today's episode. Before we get into the show, we got to remind you, this is a podcast. So if you want to go subscribe to us on all the spots, your podcast uh, listening in your ear holes happens. We're there. Um, if you want to leave a review in places that you can, if you want to leave a five-star rating or however many is the most, we'd appreciate it. If it's less, I hope you leave a comment and a good reason. Thank you. We, we haven't done that for a while, reading our reviews. Give us some reviews. Uh, if, if you're new to the show, give us some reviews. We want to read them. That's one of our favorite segments. We love reading uh, uh, hack, talk, us, them talking about us being hacky. So, um, hacky sacky. Hacky sacky. Otherwise, uh, find us on YouTube, youtube.com slash TV. Subscribe, hit that notification bell. You'll be glad you did. Doug's there. Eric's going to be there a whole bunch this year. So a whole lot going on. Um, all i got let's dig into some comments man yeah guys don't forget this is a live stream we do this every freaking week and if you're just now finding us where the hell you been this is season five we we were waiting for you we'll wait for your comment drop it in there bill guys make sure you drop in the comments let us know we're repping dodger nation tonight jumping into a little bit brian hatfield over on facebook checking in says hi gents and away at the same time congratulations on uh putting two in before anybody else put one in that's impressive you don't get to do that. I'm walking away from Santiago putting two in. Yes. Little, yeah. Little crazy. Double penetration just in time for the holidays. Santiago. Happy 2022, kids. Santiago. Santiago, our friend. Says holla. Oh, wait. Hold on. I still have Christmas on the table here. It's not Christmas anymore. Get that crap out of here. Christmas is canceled, I hear. Rich is in the stream. By the way, good to see you in name. Santiago. Rich is here. Says go Dodgers. Man, I really could go for some Dodgers baseball right now. I don't watch the Dodgers in January. Why not? They don't play. Coward. <laughs> it's hockey season or something. Anthony Keen over on YouTube checking in says, yo, happy Monday, my dudes. Leslie messed with us a little bit, says she's only checking checking in to see the new set. That's all anybody wants to see. <clears throat> so we'll, we'll, we were supposed to move in January 3rd, and something happened, and we are moving in now next Monday. Uh, the person we are taking the office from had – a layover i believe possibly covid travel related layover so a couple more weeks um that's why partially why we didn't do one last week but also you know dying etc 
It happens to the worst of us. But we will be in there, and if uh, the new office is going to be a whole lot like the old office because we've been in this one before, but uh, we're going to sexy it up real nice. Um, our boy Chris, El Cariza, is in the stream, says, let's go, Pasillas. What's happening, Chris? Good to see you, man. I haven't seen you on, on this for a little while because we haven't done this for a little while. Bob uh, dropping in the super chat for us. He says, sup, babies? Hoping these super chats can be tax write-offs. I don't know if they are, but Ooh, um, a as a former government official, uh, Clint said it, it's okay. Yeah, you know what? You just just write it off. Everything I do is a write off. Yeah. Well, just writing off my life. Yeah, yeah. Write no, off my just, life. Guys. Just, I think you're just writing off into the sunset. Yeah, I've been done for a while. Yeah, I'm cooked. He turns 28 in like two weeks. 29. Nine. 29. Oh, big two nine. Look at you, man. That's even worse. Cheers to uh, sad. Roach says first, even though he was uh, late in the stream. Um, by the way, I'm gonna shout out Roach because. He's been doing something that we've never wanted to do. He's actually posting on our uh, Blue Heaven Twitter account. Very hard to run on that account. It's, I forget that it exists. So, I mean, he's not running it. He's he's posting a lot. Uh, most of the things you see on there are going to be him. So if it's bad, blame him. If it's good, blame me. Um, but uh, we appreciate the help from uh, Roach. I like Roach. I trust Roach with our very top secret password, which I believe is password one. Do we change the password too? Damn. Yeah, when we get rid of them. Carnivorous Lunar Activity on YouTube says, are DMAX shirts getting smaller or is he buffing up? Uh, it's bulking season for Doug. He's no. getting married. You know, he's got he's to get shredded. So the thing about DMAX shirts is, you know, he has so many of the gear up shirts. I got, I got my Dodgers Nation shirt on right here. You can't get that one, but it's uh, he, he made one order and they were all too small. So if you start to see him wear the smaller shirts, and, and Doug, I'm sorry, I'm pulling back the curtain here. Um, if you start to see him getting the smaller shirts, it's because it's getting closer to laundry day. So he's wearing those, and then once you see the button up, you're right on laundry day. And if he's wearing like a pullover, it's past due laundry day. That, that this, is behind, this has been behind the Doug. If you see me wearing a hoodie... <laughs> That's just what you it's do every day yeah. of my life that yeah. I've ever existed. You've been in a been in a pattern for uh, how long have I known you? Five seasons now. now. Yeah, yeah, I, go, yeah. I go to funerals and hoodies. So <laughs> I just wear a black one. It's fine. <laughs> oh man, things. Um, Roach would give us sixty nine stars if we could. So that's uh, it's over nine thousand. That's not over nine thousand. That's Miguel sixty nine. Is new to the show. Thanks for hanging out with us, Hello. Miguel. We will eventually start talking Dodgers, but you know this is the part where it's about you know you guys. Interacting, having some fun. Josh, get for your pleasure as well. <laughs> we are ripped. We, we, ripped. Our, Josh is in the stream saying Happy New Year, guys. Happy New Year, Josh. Uh, hope uh, Brooke is feeling better. Brooke is feeling better, or else we would not be doing this. He's I'm illegal. alive, unfortunately. Health, Health Vana said he is legally better. Um, he also asked, How can we make Ken Rosenthal the new commissioner? He, there's <sighs> a height requirement, I think. So, bad, you know, Kenny. at this point. And we're going to get a little bit more into Ken Rosenthal a little bit later and that whole debacle. But, like, if he was holding his tongue, if he was biting his tongue at any point in his reporting before, oh, I hope he just goes whole hog. Just goes all in on Yeah, him. just drops some meat on him. I don't think him. he will. He's not going to do it. Oh, very important. Very important Roach points out for me. Thank you for reminding me, Roach. Congrats me. to Brooke on winning his fantasy league. I have never finished above sixth you place oh, ever. Wow. And I... I ran through that league, guys. I, the last uh, championship game, I won like two, like two hundred to like one twenty or something like that. I absolutely dominated that guy, and I texted him. I was like, "You're garbage at life. I hope uh, you cry tonight." Won some money too. Oh, never win anything. Two bits. I didn't even uh, mean to draft in that league. I, uh, I I forgot about it until like five minutes before it happened, and then oh, I won. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm and look like, at oh, you now. Draft season five. Season five. <laughs> Thousand seasons, Morty. <laughs> <laughs> 99 years more uh cormac says i'm not new but easily a 10 out of 10 show thank you very much cormac Bo bogus 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 it's bogus bogus yeah eric's here by the way eric ulo uh, as you guys know from our uh, three up three down show eric is uh, a full-time dn employee now so uh you're gonna see a lot more of him writing on our sites and stuff and uh he may just be on the show next week because uh well I'm forcing him to be on the show he's gonna be here uh, Christopher Cruz asked Freddie Freeman a Dodger possible. <laughs> I mean, that's that's the way I read it. Uh, I hope. I really hope. Um, 
That's it. We'll get more uh, more into that a little bit. I'm behind uh, in the uh, in the stuff in the comments here. So let's uh, you know let's move on to some of the things. <sighs> um, what did I say? Yeah, welcome back. It, it was it was kind of a nice break. I don't know. It started out real good <laughs> for you. Yeah. Huh? Oh. Um, I guess not everybody knows you. You decided to go out and get the vid. Yeah, you know, uh, ten out of ten would not recommend going out and getting it. Uh, yeah. I went down pretty hard after Christmas. See, and the problem is down. you didn't get boosted in time. You got it, what, like three I, days? I had my booster scheduled. Oh, you didn't. See, get your boosty. Yeah, I had boys. it scheduled, and then two days, three days before or something like that, I tested positive, and I was like, ah, well, can't go get boosted now even. I have to wait. There's a waiting period now. I'm here for my booster. Yeah. yeah. Well, not a good experience. 10 out of 10 would not recommend. I watched uh, the ball drop on New Year's Eve. The proverbial ball because I wasn't. You said you're going to be 29. And I oh, just, oh I, yeah, my balls already dropped uh, with one eye open from my bed, and then I was like, "Happy New Year!" And closed my eyes went to bed. <laughs> Felt terrible, <laughs> absolutely terrible. Good news is I had a bunch of people checking in on me though. You guys are all very kind. I appreciate you all. I, I checked in time. on you like once. You did. You were like, "You're alive, right?" And I was like, "Yeah." And you're like, "Good. We need somebody to do work." I no, like, I was like, "I'm sorry." <laughs> that sucks, dude. Yeah, yeah. Uh, if there's one thing, if you guys want to give him a gift, kill him. That's the greatest gift you can give, Brooke. I've been asking for 28 years. I did not threaten him right now. Um, what have you been doing? I, I, for some reason, outside of working things, I have uh, really picked up into watching old Pawn Stars rerun bits on YouTube. 10 out of 10 show. Quality. Best I can do is five times. I really, <laughs> I really wonder, though, like, like is Chumley that dumb? Or He's very scripted. Yeah, like how yeah. scripted is the dumb? That's true. He might actually be pretty dumb, and he's. Uh, I got into. I got into watching uh, Yellowstone in the, the break. Is that a thing? It's like a cowboy show. Oh, important thing is the show got better once the old man died. Rest in peace, old man. Oh, dude, he is dead. I forgot about. Yeah, him. yeah, he had like cancer or something, which kind of sucks. Oh, Don't you feel bad? In a roaring stadium, their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. home. Off-season reset, let's get into it. Um, What's gone on in the world of baseball, in the world of Dodgers since we've last been here? Mostly nothing. Um, A lot of, quote, insiders saying a lot of things for the sake of words to which we appreciate because that also feeds us heathens down on the uh, lower levels. Chris Taylor got engaged. Sorry. Uh, I mean, Condolences to all you ladies and gentlemen who, uh, you know, were hoping for an opportunity. But uh, good for Chris. He gets to stay here. He gets to get married. Yeah. He gets to surf. He gets to not talk to people. (laughs) That's what he loves. Mookie Bold, his fourth 300, perfect 300 game in bowling. Because Mookie's just great at all the things. One time I bowled 120, and that was like, I was that was the peak of my game. I thought I was on it. You know, I only gutter balled yeah, twice. Were, um, I mean, all of us were bad when we went that one time. But like, that was you a were, fake bowling alley. Yeah, it was, doesn't count. Oldest bowling alley. It's dark. <laughs> it's dark. The lanes are all crooked. Anyway, uh, Rob Manfred took another big fat L with this uh, Ken Rosenthal firing story, which again, foreshadowing, we're going to talk more about that later on but let's get into what semblance of hot stove 2022 we have of course there has been no actual real news i guess did we did we talk about the cody extension did that happen after like i don't don't even know what year i'm in anymore so i don't know 2022 if we didn't talk about it last year cody bellinger agreed to like a half a million dollar raise for arbitration which tells you how bad his 2021 was because usually those arb races are pretty high and he what he had like the record for a first year arbitration guy yeah yeah (laughs) i think that's got to be a record for the the smallest race kind of balanced out a little bit yeah yeah so we're uh, in a good spot you know hopefully it comes back and um has a uh, solid 2022 and then all of a sudden it looks like a good deal but um, since there isn't any real news uh, a lot of folks are going out and just saying what we're all thinking or saying things they may or may not be hearing um our guy dave vasse has been going off on the radio and we appreciate vasse he's fun uh, um recently most recently he said 
with certainty, 100% confident that Clayton Kershaw will be returning to the Dodgers in 2022, which some people are going to be like, you know, like that, like that. And some people might be, I imagine probably less of the latter. But um, he didn't necessarily say it would be to start the season, which shows you Dave Essay in the offseason has been a friend of the show because I said that a while ago. I think Kershaw, I think it would behoove Kershaw to take some time into the season, you know, be like a, I don't know, not a May, maybe, I don't know, maybe a June guy. Like, come back for June, do the Roger Clemens thing, you know? Just show up. Just show up. You don't need to announce yourself in a booth. Just walk like, in. Hey, guys, you missed me. <laughs> I'm coming back, or yeah. whatever the hell Rocket did back then. But gives him a chance to be healthy. He doesn't need to worry about the, the long, the throws of a long-ass season. Um Obviously, the Dodgers need starting pitching help, but guess what? Chances are, if you start the season with Kershaw on your rotation, he's not going to end the season fully healthy if he's you know, pitching a, over a full 162-game season. So you get him in there, you kind of have him with that idea of second half. You're going to get Dustin May back later in the season, like Vasse said, and we've talked about before, probably in relief because unless there's a real emergency, they're not going to have time to try to ramp him up as a starter. But... Um, yeah, I think I talked about the the Kershaw thing in an article. It makes a, it makes to me it makes a buttload of sense to have him do the the Roger Clemens thing. It's 27 uh, 2007 Roger Clemens. I'm going to come back when I feel like um you know, I want to pay me this much and prorate it. I think he could do that. I don't know though. It doesn't it doesn't seem like his personality to me. That's the that's the only major I can agree problem. with that. That's the only major loophole or issue that I see with that prediction is that uh it just doesn't seem like his personality. Like he wants to be there with his guys, he wants <laughs> to be there with his teammates, he wants to feel like, you know, he's part of the key to success and to winning. He's that guy. That's what he wants to do. He just wants to win games. So I don't necessarily believe that will be the case. But Depending on how the lockout shapes up, how long it takes baseball to get going again, uh, it could absolutely be the case because maybe, you know, when baseball's lockout officially does end, there is going to be an NBA level of free agent signing. Oh, yeah. Like it's going to be a three-day period where everybody and their mom gets a contract. Not my mom. She's not good at baseball. But everybody and their mom get the contract. Nope, definitely not, <laughs> not yours. Not my mom. And uh, it's... <laughs> 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 not, not that one kid's it's, mom. <laughs> it's, it's, rest in peace, Zach's mom. It's going to be real rough. Real rough. And it's going to be real intense. And uh, you might see some guys that would normally get contracts maybe get passed over a little bit because mm -hmm. uh, you know other dudes are signing. A lot going on. A lot of the low-level guys are going to struggle to get contracts right away. It's probably going to take a minute. It's going to be weird. But that's one of the things they're trying to fix with this, you know, the core economics quote of this new CBA. They're trying to fix it and now ruining it. <laughs> yeah. Well, the owners are ruining because they don't really want to give the players what they deserve. They haven't really gotten so much of a raise uh, as a greater part of uh, the sport. You know, the, the top echelon, the upper echelon of players have gotten their raise, but as that's happened the, those middle tier players have gotten pushed out but um i don't uh, when and and i'll say when i was saying that you know kershaw um come back later in the season i wasn't thinking because the season's also starting later <laughs> i was thinking you know like uh like dave luna said he said he's gonna come in like from the top ropes and just like go to the mound and body slam RKO Andrew Heaney or something yeah <laughs> bam, 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 bam. <laughs> So I'm down for that. You can watch that. I forgot Andrew Heaney's in Dodger. Yeah, we really got a... <laughs> so much shit's happened in such a small, weird we, period of time. We got a solid rotation right now. We got... Um, Tony Walker, Walker Bueller. We got uh, Leo Urias. We got friend of the show, Anthony Gonsolin. The ghost of David Price. The ghost of David Price. If they even want to have him in like the rotation. I, I really wonder what the hell the David Price plan is going to be, but... Forced retirement. <clears throat> <laughs> We're not here to talk about that one quite yet. Love David Price, great guy, great guy. Um, the way things are lining up at this point, I would be surprised. Trevor Bauer is not in the rotation, and you know the Dodgers are gonna have to prepare for that PR nightmare. Glad that's not our job. I don't even really have a job, so that's the good news. For sale, one Brook. 
Moving on to more of this free agency stuff. We'll get more into team stuff next week or maybe later this week. I don't know. Let's say next week. Uh, Vasse also went out to talk about Kenley Jansen. He's saying they were trying to apparently get a deal done before the lockout happened. Mm-hmm. Um, doesn't pass overly pass the sniff test to me. Uh, apparently, though, the holdup in Kenley's market is that he's looking for a three-year deal. The teams aren't going beyond two. Uh, that makes sense. Age. 34. Yep. 35 this year. So, um, <clears throat> aging closers typically don't play up except, you know, one exception. Yes. What's the one? Mo. Vaughn? No, not the one, <laughs> not the one on our softball team. The other Mo. Um, <laughs> you know, hell of a rebound season for, for Kenley. I understand him trying to get the money while he can, trying to get that extra year. Um, I don't think it's going to happen. I don't think it should happen. But, you know, try. You got time. There's no reason for him to have forced a, uh, you know, a deal before the lockout when it's going to, like, just just let it happen. You know, Take that time. Go be dad. Enjoy your life. I'm very much convinced that the uh, the Dodgers made an effort to re-sign him before the lockout was a, uh, hey, let's have a conversation about possibly coming back. Oh, so it's like Vasse speak? I mean, he might have had a different report or different, you know, definition or interpretation of those conversations, but I'm sure more than likely those conversations were, hey, we'd be interested in talking, but there's going to be a lockout, so yeah, let's just talk after. Moving on, the the fun one, the more fun stuff, and the things. Uh, I mean, if there's if there's two things people love online, it's hating on Dave Roberts. Mm-hmm. And talking about Freddie Freeman to the Dodgers. We're going to talk about Freddie Freeman to the Dodgers right now. We're going to get into Roberts later this week with uh, with Doug McCain foreshadowing. and have a video on that. But um, some folks, us included, are, are really trying to speak this deal into existence. <clears throat> I personally... Baseball into existence right that's now. Fair, that's fair. Yeah. Uh, I ask you now into 10 days into the new year, um, where is this on your uh, rumor meter... You know Freeman to L.A. and I'll add to me as I as I lead the witness here. It feels to me Thank like you. the longer the lockout is going, the further away uh, further away Freeman gets from winning a World Series with his you know team he grew up with um, or came up with and grew up as a baseball player and all that. It feels like that can only help the Dodgers' chances because it's like yeah you know you you get that trial separation from your um, employer. <laughs> So, yeah. Rumor meter. I would say right now, Freddie Freeman has a better chance of signing a 10-day contract with the Lakers than he does of <laughs> signing with the Dodgers at any point. So, <laughs> that's me. That's what I believe in. If you remember way back, you got to dig real deep, guys, to when baseball still existed. I said there was a 99% chance that Max Scherzer ends up anywhere else except the Dodgers. I did say that. I recognize that. I also said that the Dodgers would absolutely win the West by four games. Roach remembers that very fondly, and he will not let go of it, and he continues to remind me of it. Well, I am very firm in my belief that Freddie Freeman will never come close to playing for the Dodgers. Very firm in that belief. That's me personally. Doesn't doesn't pass any sniff test for me at all. None of it makes any sense for me. At any point, doesn't make any sense for me. Is it a great dream? Yes. Is it a pipe dream? Absolutely. (sighs) Now I'm sad. Well, you you can you can be more positive. No, I, you know I figured we should just have some balance. You're the Nostra dumbass here. I am Nostra dumbass. Yeah, that's for sure. I, know, I think we we have our equal like parts and yeah, 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 being yeah. right, and then we just put those together. We pull those together, and we tell people we're right all the time. I, I don't know. I I do think the the lockout helps. I I think having that time away because otherwise, you know, probably would have had a deal done already. He would have been back with the team. He'd have you know talking to his former bosses. Um, because you know they can't. He can't even you know he can't even call you know the manager of the Braves because that would be I don't know what the hell it is. It's not like a collusion thing, but it's against the law or against their their rules of of lockout um, economics or whatever the hell we want to call it. I mean, we had the 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 brother like combo who couldn't hang out uh, with each other or talk to each other at Thanksgiving, technically or Christmas technically or whatever. Um doubling back i think that time away helps you know sometimes they say it helps the heart grow fonder i think in this case it's helping him be like you know 
I got to the highest point. Let's see what else there is. He definitely, Freddie Freeman, definitely is one of those would prefer to stay with one team kind of guys. And he is a guy who played, who has played for an organization that had somebody like Chipper Jones, and they're close, they're tight. So there's that. Chipper did this. I want to do it. But if they're that far apart, he's he's kind of not for that far apart. I think they're like one year apart. But still, like, this is your franchise guy, and you're only offering reportedly like five years. Um, the longer you stew on it, I can see it helping L.A. more than not. But you're more than likely right, uh, and that sucks. So I blame you. If, if we don't get him, it's because Freddie Freeman listened to Brooke. Ready, my boy. Uh, come to L.A. There's good tacos. Um, tacos. We uh, think what, of what them teeth and tacos. We have Crypto.com Arena, <laughs> oh, formerly known as uh, Staples Center. Um, the Clippers are not a real team. You know, how many tacos uh, do you think Freddie Freeman could like? Those like tacos up there. Like just chew through with uh, with those big teeth. chomps. I could do eight. I think is probably my limit. No, I mean at the same time. Oh, at once. Oh, yeah, well, I'm probably eight. Oh man. <laughs> Freddie, how many can Gary eat? Like fourteen? Oh yeah, no. Freddie, uh, Fred, Freddie Freeman's friend uh, Gary is a—he's not of this world. <clears throat> he is a normal-sized human with a sumo wrestler appetite. <laughs> that dude can munch. Hi, Gary. Um, Sorry, Judy. Speaking of um, boys who can munch, uh, fans really want Albert Pujols back. Oh, he could eat in Dodger blue in twenty twenty-two. Where are you on the Albert Pujols train? Very big on not overstaying your welcome. You know, before... Year five, Blue Heaven. <laughs> before, you know, Cinderella stays too long at the ball and her carriage turns into a pumpkin, whatever the hell the thing is, I don't know anymore. Glass houses, throwing rocks, I forget what it is. No, no, Cinderella turned into Cinderella, a glass house Cinderella, you know, yeah, glass yeah, house yeah. pumpkin. Yeah, yeah, for sure, sure. Um, I don't want this to turn into a Chase Utley situation. And the, it's unfortunate the way the Chase Utley situation played out because he played arguably a year and a half longer than he should have in his career. Oh, yeah. We wanted him back. Everybody wanted him back. He had the personality. He had the tenacity. He's the exact kind of guy that you wanted to be around the younger players and to teach them how to play and show them the right way. All those things. All the good things, right? How did that end? He just disappeared off the team. Absolutely just faded off into the sunset. Didn't get any sort of, like, grand send-off or anything like that. He was off the playoff roster and just gone. And that was it. And that was unfortunate for him because that dude had such a crazy storied career. Ended with the Dodgers. When he came over, it was good. He was super productive. He did exactly what he needed to do for the team. He filled a role that we needed. Um, yeah. Produced at a level that we needed him to produce during the playoffs. But I am very, very much convinced that we we got every last drop of juice that is out of Albert Pujols. And I don't want that Fair. dude to come back and, and like have his feet fall off on second base or something like that. And you yeah. have to cart him out of there or anything like that. Yeah, he th needs to go definitely, off. I. Yeah. Thousand percent agree that it would be bad in terms of how the relationship's going to end because he wouldn't play, likely would not play. You know, April through October. No, he's not going to no. have that much of a benefit, even with the expanded. You know, you're going to have a 26 man roster still. <clears throat> not going to be that much at the time. Like with with Chase Utley having that sort of mentor player coach around, still made a little bit of sense because they had a stronger bench you know you had the kiki and the and the ct and the barnes and you had some guys who can get it done and other you know <clears throat> rookies who can kind of come up and and help fill the void when needed so you were able to get away with it at that time um definitely agree that you know if you want him around just hire his ass as a coach you know a uh, special Assistant, instructor whatever, whatever. i mean they do. do that with chase anyway chases right. was around the ballpark all the time but uh people like i said in the comments though like, people go hard. They really love Theo. It they was, want him back. I get it. Um, it was fun to have him around. Yeah. It was exciting it was to it, was fling, it was exciting to see him thrive. It was all the things that you want. It, it was absolutely the best case scenario. Why spoil that memory of him? Why send him off into the sunset remembering him as the guy that couldn't round first base and just fell over and, like, died at first or something like that? We don't need that. I mean, he, he went out on a high note. He did a lot of really good things <clears> for us. It was a lot of fun to watch. So much social media stuff came out of it, and it was great. I loved every second of it. I'm very happy that he got Pujols to go. Pujols sells, a, too, though. He does. He think got about, to go from a very sad ending. Think about the clicks. Ending, very sad ending from Anaheim. You know, 
a bad place to be in the first place, but you know, nonetheless, very sad ending there to everything that we could have hoped for. He should retire personally. He should retire. He should sign a one day contract with the Cardinals or some crap like that. I don't know, but he, he shouldn't play. And if he does, if he wants to continue playing ball, someone's going to give him a contract of some sorts. Yeah. It's just going well, he to happen because he's out of tools. He wants to. I'm sure he does playing. want to. Yeah. So somebody is going to give that to him. I don't know, man. Let it be the Cardinals. I don't know. It's I really just, want to see it's that. Just, it's just one of those things where I'm just like, ah, man, just go, just ride out peacefully. There's, you need to know when it's time to wrap it up, and I think it's time to wrap it up. It is 100% time for him to wrap it up. However, there's one massive benefit. Rebecca is bringing it up here off uh, on our on our YouTube channel. Rebecca says he's good for clubhouse culture, though, and this is going to Coaches be do that. yet another one of those massive, um, you know, transition years for the Dodgers. You had that that kind of big change from 2020 to 2021, and now you know, especially if Kershaw is not around to start spring training or something like that, um, it's it's. I wouldn't say it's amalgam. It's not an amalgamation of like just some dudes or whatever, but it's not right. that core that it was before. Um, and especially if, in a situation, you get somebody with the baggage of like a Bauer in there, Albert can do something to help. Maybe probably not at the plate. Maybe yeah, <laughs> definitely it, it not is, so much on the field. I think it again just comes back to what you're saying. The Dodgers in the past have had situations where they can't afford to carry guys like that on the mm -hmm. team because of the fact that they have such a deep bench and such versatility on the bench. They don't have that anymore. When you have Luke Rayleigh starting as many games as he did this year, you obviously have a problem with your bench depth, and it's a big it's a big thing this year and something that will need to be addressed and corrected and improved on because there aren't guys at the minor league level that are just ready to rock in a bench type of role, in a Kike type of role, in a jock type of role. So you can't afford to have 95-year-old Albert Pools just sitting on his ass. Our first Luke Rayleigh of 2022, guys. You know, I'm sure he's a nice guy, but I hate everything that he stands for. Everything about him just makes me upset. In a roaring stadium, their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. This one is one I've been wanting to talk about because, uh, you know, we haven't been on for a little while. It's maybe somewhat of a more out-of-the-box idea. Um, we at Dodgers Nation got the wheels in motion uh, on uh, the idea of a return of the Zach Granky. That is um, about a month ago. Our, our, our boy Doug McCain put out a video here on our YouTube channel. Check it out if you haven't seen it yet. It's another quality video by uh, Douglas. But um, afterwards, I, I expanded on the idea of a return of Zach Granky. He's 30, 38 now. Um, Man, this is already thirty eight. Dude can get it done. Dude can still get it done. He is a quality veteran presence that I would I would argue is more approachable than a Max Scherzer type um, in any given situation. Less aggressive. <laughs> He's not aggressive. He's not aggressive. Definitely not aggressive. Um, but uh, notably, our, our pal DV, Dave S.A., has also uh, <clears throat> uh, since shared our sentiment on the uh, the airwaves about the idea of Granky and you know the idea of it, it's a veteran presence. Besides what he could bring to the rotation, there's also the veteran presence of bringing somebody like that because you have you're you're phasing into a much younger starting rotation, especially if we start to see guys like you know probably not Bobby Miller in 2022, but you might see him get a cup of coffee. Uh, even though the 40-man roster is very tight right now. Ryan Pepio is definitely right there on the doorstep, you know, but you get the guys like Mitch White, Tony Gonsolin, who definitely can use um, that right-hander without the elite stuff of a Max Scherzer, um, that approachable right-hander who is approachable only in that he's always down to talk baseball and help you figure something out. Um, notably... He's thrown 250 more innings uh, than Kershaw since leaving the Dodgers. 
So that's a good amount of innings. That's like a year and a half of innings. Maybe yeah. More, depending on the, which starter it is, because if it's Kershaw, boy. <laughs> um, and and that's also you know with one year being the the sixty game COVID year, and last year, uh, Granky, I think he had a back thing, uh, and then also same. was out with the 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 Ronis. Same. Also, same. also same. So that helped. That hurt him a whole bunch. He had like a three and a half ERA for most of the season. Dude can still get it done. He could help this team a whole bunch. I love the idea of Zach Rankin. Give me your thoughts on that real quick. Go ahead. Uh, first of all, Kevin, uh, my biggest hater. Kevin oh, Garrett on YouTube says, let's see your batting stance. Kevin, I usually keep my back elbow up with my hand down and these two fingers out. Ask your mom about it, and she'll, she'll let you know everything that you need to know about that. In terms of Zach Greinke, where do I stand? Ooh, I would very much love to have me some weird Zach Greinke back on this Hell team. Yes. I love what that dude brings. God he's bless America. incredibly strange in the best possible way, <clears throat> and I really want him back because he's a little bit of a serial killer vibes, and I think that we kind of need that. You know, When they talk about Zach Greinke stories, like yes. any player, I've never not been entertained by those stories. You know, When he talks, when, when they talk about like how he treated SEL, <laughs> very good stories, by the way, <laughs> a lot of them. Um, I think if you're looking for like real rotation help, that's not the guy you're looking for, but he is going to be a guy who can give you a lot of innings probably can get it done for the entire year if he stays healthy and you know he doesn't bring it like he used to i mean was he throw like 86 87 he's an 88 kind of boy he's a he's a dan heron type of uh, of uh, arm but he he's, tells batters what he's gonna throw he's crafty he knows how to get in your head a little bit mm -hmm. he uh he's experienced uh, at the end of the day that's what it comes down to and that's the type of veteran that you kind of want around your clubhouse that's the type of veteran that you want available to pitch games for you especially like late playoff games for you if you have zach grinky is like your game four starter in a playoff series you're in, a, you're in a decent position. That's, that's when you're off to a pretty good start in the postseason. So I think bringing him back is good for a number of reasons. Would he want to come back? I hope so. Like, I hope you'd want to come play anywhere yeah. that will take him. But you could probably get him on a two-year deal pretty easily. And on under $30 million, I would probably imagine would be the number for him. Well, we know he wanted to be the, the you know, get the biggest contract, the biggest, the most money available to him in that 2015-2016 offseason. He went out and got it. Got paid what an extra year and like thirty some odd thirty two million from from uh, the Diamondbacks, um, you know, kind of. At the time, I thought it was going to be you know more of career poison than it proved to be. You know, it's pretty ridiculous the fact that he had fifty two wins in his three seasons in L A. That's that's nuts. Of course, wins don't mean anything anymore apparently. But um, beyond all that, uh, yeah, there's a lot of of solid benefit, especially if. We don't think the Dodgers have any faith in David Price as a starter. At this point, you can't rely on DP as a long-term starter. Definitely, you can always rely on DP. Definitely at this point, don't want to have, you know, love Tony, but Gonsolin is not our number four October guy. I just want Tony to be successful. And beyond that, you know who is it also? Andrew F. and Heaney. Oh, I would contend that Andrew Heaney is probably not going to be on the roster uh, after summer. Personally speaking, sorry, there was a lot of there was a lot of words, and then I started reading them, and then um, yeah, here we are. But uh, yeah, that's what I want. Uh, there's no qualifying offer attached to uh, to Zach Greinke. I think it works, and I think I, I would say closer to two and, and thirty because he is, you know, sure he's thirty eight, but you know, Scherzer went out and just got. A billion dollars or whatever the hell he got for three years at the same age. Uh, Carnivus Lunar Activity notes that Dustin May is coming back. It's worth <clears throat> noting that he will not be back as a starting pitcher. There is almost zero chance of that happening at any point. He'll come back as a reliever probably, and I don't even, I don't even know what amount he'll be used because they're going to be want to be very careful with him. That's the dude that is like one of their pieces of the long term future. And you don't really want to risk that for the last like month and a half of the season or something like that. Yeah, yeah. We we can't we uh in the communist Dodger sense, um, they can't get in stuck in the same situation they were last year where, you know, they threw all of their bullets to try to win that you know, win the, the NL West again and all of their bullets were really just Walker and Julio and then they were basically non-factors in october yeah. you gotta play for october they gotta build out this you know they had this this super deep rotation to start 2021 and then who 
the, the bodies hit the floor. The good news, though, is, I mean, there is a chance that you get Dustin May back as, like, a bullpen guy, and that's going to be a huge addition, especially with like, the boy. type of stuff that he can throw out of that bullpen. That's mm-hmm. going to be freaking phenomenal. And you got to imagine they're planning around that at some point. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you get into the end of the season with the bullpen, but that's, you know, bullpen, you still need to kind of stretch these these those last two months out. Yep. In, you know, starter-wise, and if you don't have, you know, if you do have, like, let's say they do get Kershaw and Granky or whatever, you do have a solid five there. And from what I hear, a solid five can solid get five. some uh, yeah. can get some good work done for you. But, um, <clears throat> you know, again, it, it helps a thin rotation without losing more prospect capital. But trades are definitely more of Andrew, Fre- uh, Andrew Friedman's cup of tea. That's his flavor. He likes trading more than he likes paying for people. Segway. <clears throat> this is a uh, this is hypothetical trades. If you guys didn't uh, gather from, did you, know, you the just initial... segue by saying Segway? Sponsor time. That's, that's expert move. Yeah, expert mode. Um, talking trades. We dropped an article today, I believe, uh, on our DodgersNation.com about uh, one insider's belief that dear close friend of the show, Gavin Lux. Uh, being the most likely option to be traded by the Dodgers um, this offseason. It does make the most sense because he is um, he still does have value to others. I think his his placement on this roster outside of his pay or you know his cost still being cheap, it doesn't necessarily fit fantastically into this you know, into the 26-man roster and the day-to-day um, goings of the roster. But you trade somebody like him, package one more not-so-known mm, commodity uh, or not-so-well-established commodity like, uh, I don't know, I mean, I would hate to see a Ryan Pepio go, but in the right move, maybe you make some things happen, you trade those guys, and uh, you fill out your rotation with some more, you know, some people bordering on aces instead of, not has-beens, but definitely past the prime of their career people like a Zach Greinke or like a uh, Clayton Kershaw. So, like I said, Luck still has some of that. He still has some prospect sheen, I guess we can say, somewhat. I mean, not to us. Yeah, more than me. Huh, fair. Yeah. Um, kind of off that you know solid September run of like eight games. He has no sheen to me. <laughs> what do you think Gavin Lux can get in return? He's dead to me. <laughs> I think you know there's <clears throat> there's a natural trade partner with the Cincinnati Reds. They've worked together. Uh, Dodgers and the Reds have worked together on some moves a lot uh, in uh, over recent vintage. And the Reds have a couple of starters. They want to move, or they could move because they want to be cheap. What are your thoughts on uh, you know some Gavin to the Reds for maybe like a Louis Castillo or a, you know Sonny Gray type? I think if you're talking about the Reds, obviously, natural trade partner, like you said, is something that they've uh, done many times in the past couple of years. Most of them really don't work out for the Reds. They should really stop making they trades really with the Dodgers. They should really stop. <laughs> I mean, that would be in their best interest if Andrew Friedman calls for them to just hang up. Mm-hmm. But if you're going to go that route, very likely that they could go that particular route. They could end up probably more likely with a sunny gray type. I don't necessarily think that Luis Castillo is going to be as cheap as people think that he's going to be just because he's coming from the reds. And if you're looking at prospect types, you're going to need to move a lot of guys in order to get Castillo over here. That's going to include Gavin Lux. That's probably going to include a Pepio and that's probably going to include a larger package. Um, it's not going to be just a Luis Castillo type of trade. So yeah, Castillo still has like control. Yeah. He's a couple more years of team control, unless it's another one of those, you know, offset salary type thing because right. they, they still have Suarez, who I think they are kind of the Reds are kind of out, down and out on. Who did not have a, a solid last couple of years. Um, there are situations that I can see them trying to shed some payroll because that's just what they do. That's what the Reds like really like. They don't like spending money, man. It's really unfortunate. Um, you know, we've also heard it floated around the Dodgers' relative interest in like guys like uh, Jose Ramirez because you're going to need a third baseman down the stretch and you're going to need a really good bat down the stretch. And we're talking long-term, obviously, but we're also talking this year. And if you wanted to get wild with it, you could make a package for Shane Bieber, but that's going to cost you literally 
everything because Shane Bieber, as I, if I remember correctly, still has a couple more years of control and is getting paid pretty much nothing to be an ace level, elite ace level type of player. So yeah. I don't think that's realistic. I think it would be more realistic to see him go in a package or Gavin Lux go in a package for Jose Ramirez. Again, though, another dude that also has another year on his contract, a club option, I believe, and it's going to cost a lot. But but still, you got to have you got to have the arms involved. Like, there's no Always reason to trade to Lux unless you're getting a, a quality bit, bona fide a ace. Of a reason to trade a Lux. Well, <laughs> in the Dodgers' mind, because you know, well, in our mind, yeah, there's a reason. In their mind, it's a bad idea because he's a still a young, cheap player who's not going to get a very massive raise. Yeah, you need arms to come <clears> back <throat> in the in a return yeah. for that deal because we do need arms. So luckily, I come prepared with with glad tidings oh uh, not, do tell not, not frankincense and and myrrh or whatever the hell they brought a baby um you know who another historically great trade partner for the dodgers is them boys up in oakland you know, oh they're just hanging out not doing much they don't yeah. they got a fake manager <laughs> uh, <laughs> i don't know how hey, long hey, you put some respect on mark Kotze's name he's a nice boy <laughs> I don't know how. I grew far. up on Mark Kotze, all right. I don't know how long they plan on actually trying to win ball games for, but I can't imagine it will be very long. They will no doubt succumb to trying. the desire to not spend money this year at some point, mm-hmm. and part of that will be shedding some pretty big names. One of those guys, I think personally, they would have a really hard time trading Matt Chapman, and they should. That's their franchise guy. That's a guy that uh, sells tickets. That's. That's who people show up for. Puts That's one of the, the main seats. guys. Puts butts in the seats, even yeah. if they're not winning all the games, which, I mean, they still do win a lot of games. That's a guy that they need to, around. But if they were to consider moving him, and you packaged him with a Sean Manea, mm. who is a guy that can fill up the back half of your rotation and do it very well and pitch a bunch of innings, he has another year before free agency, probably going to cost around $10 million before he becomes a free agent. Chapman has two more years of control, or two years of control. Um, that partially helps solve a transition at third base because Justin Turner is not going to play third base for the entirety of this next season. There is no doubt in my mind that he is going to fall off too far in order for that to happen. Age happens, and that's not his fault. I mean, third base is a very mobile position, a position where you have to have a really good arm. You got to be alert and not life mm-hmm. alert, which is where he's at right now, bordering on that. That's a good joke. I made that up on the fly, but. Thank you. You get a Matt Chapman in there. You mix him in. Uh, number one, that obviously solves the gap at third base for the next year beyond that. But it also gives you kind of some leniency with Trey Turner. And if you can't sign that you mm-hmm. do a long-term extension, you pivot and you sign Matt Chapman to a long-term extension. And that's something that you can use as, I don't know, kind of uh, leverage in that situation. Because yeah. it is going to be really hard to sign either of those guys to a long-term deal. So if you have both of them kind of gives you that safety net what does it cost oh boy it costs a lot that's a package uh i mean you're gonna get gavin lux in the deal you're gonna get a ryan pepio in the deal and in terms of control and what you have left over the guys i think the fact that sean manea does just have the year left and chapman just has the extra year beyond that in addition to the fact that the a's do want to shed payroll yeah you can end up with another pretty top level arm and probably get the deal done. Gavin Lux and Pepio are probably going hi- to headline that package. Yeah, There's going to be more attached to it, no doubt. Probably a lot more. You might even get rid of an Andy Pajes. Might happen. Well, they were close to that anyways. Exactly. <laughs> so there's going to be a couple people going in that trade. There's going to be a couple prospects yeah. going in that trade. But it's a very realistic scenario that I could absolutely see happening, especially you know if we get into the conversation again of Max Muncy, which, again, we don't know. And I do don't, not. I don't even know if they know at this point where he's at. Um, you're gonna need a bat. You are, and, and you know we always look at this team. And they're like, there's so many bats on this team. Like even when they lose somebody like Corey Seager, still a very high offensive production team. Mm-hmm. But you're gonna need another bat at some point. Yeah, you know you're relying on too much to go right this year. You're relying on too many guys to bounce back. You're relying on Cody Bellinger to be productive again. You're relying on Justin Turner to not let age defeat him, as Father Time tends to do to everybody except LeBron James. Health a of lot Muncie. needs to go right. Health of Muncie. Uh, you know, solid production out of second base. Uh, the healthy, a healthy hip with Mookie Betts. Yeah, there's definitely a lot, and <clears throat> you know you can really, really, really trust somebody like Matt Chapman. 
that's a dude that that's Chapman and Trey Turner. Ooh. Can you imagine the defense on the left Ooh. side? When's the last time we had defense? Oh, it's been a hot minute. <laughs> we have not had defense like that in a very long time. It's been a hot that would be fun to watch. Asturias and Cora. Asturias and Cora. <laughs> that was yeah. really about and Beltre. Beltre. Yeah. yeah. Sean Green at first. Why not? So I really like that potential. Um, I think the A's are going to be a team that are going to want to move those type of names. And, you know, maybe it's not this year. Maybe it is next year. But yeah. they are going to have to move those guys at some point. Sean Manea, they're de- almost 100% certain going to move before this season starts or during this season. So, Seen a few comments about uh, Chris Bryant. Um, I like Bryant. I'm high on Bryant. I, I do think that the qualifying offer attached, which I do believe he has, is – going to be a, a problem for uh for Friedman and the boys in blue i just maybe, i don't think they go that route maybe they solve that in the cba oh that's a good call speaking of cba by the way i'll, I'll say i really don't think they're going to trade gavin lux i just i just don't they won't because he doesn't like us so makes sense speaking of cba though all of this does not mean squat if the league can't get its head out of its ass and consider that uh, you know they make a lot of money and maybe the players who make them that money should get a little bit more of it or at least should be distributed a little bit more evenly. Um, <laughs> baseball has had an interesting offseason, uh, a, a sport that many say struggles to acquire new fans. Um, well, this isn't going to help. And to have this the stewardship, we'll call it, of Robert Manfred continue to be a, a, a shit stain on this sport. I said he continues to be the opposite of DJ Khaled. As where Khaled, all he does is win, win, win. This mofo just loses no matter what. He finds a way to make something about him in some way and, and, and just really just screw the pooch in in all of the ways first commissioner to let an owner-led lockout happen since 19 i think it was 1990 uh the 94 thing was a a player strike so that's different um same ballpark but uh nobody's playing at the ballpark he belittles the trophy that the players play for which by the way is called the commissioner's trophy and you're putting it down you're calling it a piece of metal under his stewardship, he completely botched and fumbled the handling of one of the biggest scandals in all of sports with the Astros uh, sign-stealing, dirty, cheating scandal. And he has um, one of the most respected journalists in the game, Ken Rosenthal, fired from the league's network because he said a few not-so-savory things. I think like one not-so-savory thing about him in an article on The Athletic like two years ago. Rob Manfred. It's a good thing we don't work for baseball. (laughs) Is so bad at this. And obviously it's not not all him, but maybe it is. And either way, MoFo is the face of it. And you got to do better if you want to grow. ugly face, too. We don't want to worry about shaving six minutes off of the game time. We want to not have cheaters happen. We don't want to have spider tech, you know, grow um, into this out of control thing where you take away any sort of, um, you know, things that have been universally accepted, if not approved, definitely not approved, but universally accepted in the league that go and, and hurt some of your, your greatest players because they can't, you know, use the uh, damn, was it pine tar and, or the other one, suntan lotion and rosin and shit like that. Um, <clears throat> so many things just done poorly. Uh, this part of the, the rant is not as well executed and well thought out, but still, I hate the guy, and it gets my blood boiling whenever I talk about Rob Manfred. Well, here's the good news. You know, we're in the middle of a lockout. Two sides aren't even talking to each other. Baseball doesn't appear to be happening anytime soon. But the good news is that they're talking to Apple <laughs> and trying to get broadcasting rights over to Apple. So that's real good news. So that when baseball doesn't happen, it will be broadcasted on on Apple. Yeah, <laughs> apparently. So you can go back and watch games from two thousand five. You can watch the uh, two thousand two, the last time the Angels won the World Series. Congratulations, guys! It's been twenty years. Wild card, baby. He not gonna make the playoffs this year either, baby. <laughs> Show me. 
It's January 10th. Lockout is still happening. Nothing of note has happened since the lockout started on December 2nd, I guess, technically at midnight. That's not true. Christmas happened. <clears throat> Merry birthday, Christmas. Um, however, today, uh, our friend of the show, Boob Nightingale, uh, said that the league is planning on making its core economics proposal to the players within, quote, the next two weeks. And this uh, this article came out yesterday on USA Today. Um, <clears throat> this is under the assumption of, like, okay, they make their proposal and then it gets agreed to, which it's not going to. We saw that in the 2020, you know, COVID restart, how much they could not agree on anything. Do you think the league is going to, on its first try, get it, just nail it and players going to be like, oh, hell yeah, we're down for that? the hell is tackle ball <laughs> some weird shit in these comments man these days yeah the comments, just tuned out uh, the no they're at, they're off. they're absolutely not going to get it down on the first try you know they're not and it's not going to be a good faith submission either no. it's going to be something that they want to be like look we did everything that we uh you asked and you're like this isn't even close to what we wanted you you got further away from what we yeah. asked and they'll be like oh let us revise this you know it's like the same thing when you go in to ask for a raise if you want a $5,000 raise, you ask for a $10,000 raise. You don't ask for five because they're going to negotiate down. Oh, and I've been watching on them Pawn Stars. Uh, best I can do is $5. <laughs> I want forty grand. Best I can do is 100 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Roach says, uh, so I shouldn't visit Grandma and buy spring training tickets. No, I think Grandma's going to be out of business this year. Oh, it's not going to be good. It's not going to be good. Like dead Grandma thing now? Well, apparently, tackle ball is football. So is that what people call it from not here? Mayhaps. There's only one football, son, and it's the Lord's football, all right? <laughs> That's my best American. I don't know. Respectfully. <laughs> um, With concussions. <laughs> at best. So they're going to they're gonna throw their proposal out there, and then the league or the, the players association to say, nah, fam. Then they're going to bicker to the media, and Ken Rosenthal's not going to have – you know, his uh, his voice taken away in that situation, finally. Pipsqueak voice. Um, little, little fella. Able to speak so loud from all the way down there. How you doing, little guy? You want some cupcakes out there, buddy? Because <laughs> um, he's a short boy. He's little. Five, four and a half. A half always makes a difference, ladies. Clutch. But... Um, I don't know, lost my train of thought. Yeah, it's going to get ugly. They're going to bicker back and forth, and then another thing's going to happen, and then the players are going to get screwed or or they well they're going to get screwed and play or they're going to be uh is it the pariah there the, the league is going to just shit all over the players and then i don't know i mean you ready to scab if it gets to that point oh i'm so ready dude right. i don't have a shoulder wait my hip hurts if though if they're like yeah we need players but you got to play in the angels that's fine then i'll play in that dumpo stadium at least I can tailgate with them before the game. With the rocks. Oh, that's a good call. I hear they have a really good parking lot. Look at those dumbass rocks in center field. Put seats there, you losers. The, 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 the they Disney's... don't have enough fans. Sorry, I get it. You don't have enough fans to fill those potential seats, so you put rocks there. I get it. I understand. The, the, the Disneys haven't owned him, haven't owned him, haven't owned the Angels in, like, how many moons? Yeah, and they still got Big Thunder Mountain out there in center field looking like a bunch of dumbasses. <laughs> Stupid ass field. Terrible that was field. for you, Chris. By the way, because Helcariza said I didn't, uh, I didn't reward you with coins, and I was like, hey, you know, we've been out of business for a couple of weeks. You and me both. Anyway, so about that 2022 season, when does spring training start? Well, it should be in about a month. Not gonna happen. I, I said this, you know, month. We said we've been saying this for the last two years, three years leading up to this. I mean, you go back. I think it was 2018. Uh, SD Dodger, our Tim Rogers put out an article on our DodgersNation.com. Check it out. Um, where he's like, you know, the, the Dodgers at the time, the Dodgers have three years to win a championship before baseball Armageddon happens. And it's happened. We've um, been talking about this for a hot minute. Yeah. There's one thing you can be sure of it's us shitting on Rob Manfred because he deserves it. And knowing that this was coming being right <laughs> and being right all the time except for the times when we're not so is the regular season going to be affected that's going to be the big one of course we know spring training is going to be affected pitchers and catchers are not going to report at valentine's day so find something to do what's the meme that's going around if you wanted flowers for valentine's day you better have planted them already or something like that well 
Uh, there's not going to be pitchers and catchers reporting on time. That's for damn sure. Unless, no, because they can't even do, they can't, like, the owners can't take away the lockout, but then players still go get, you know, resume access to team facilities. They can't do that without a CBA. So, yeah, there's not going to be very much happening. Um, uh the optimistic side of me i don't think i don't think the regular season will get affected because the owners are eventually going to have to cop out and realize they're going to lose more money not having a season here's the good news spring training will probably be uh, about as long as it needs to be and not how long it usually is because yeah <laughs> spring training is much too long there's no reason for it to be as long as it is even players are like why do we play so long this is stupid we're ready we've been ready so i guess that's a positive side <sighs> But then we get start getting into pitcher injuries and all that. No, 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 no. Oh, okay. You sound like Rob Manfred. Like, no, there's not a problem going from 162 from 60. No, there is a big problem with going from 160 from six from 60 to 162 and changing the conditions under which that you're able to pitch in the same year. You know, talk about a big time swing and a miss, Robbie. You know, it's you gap tooth bitch. Sorry, Judy. You know what's um what's really dumb? It's like maybe the players' association should have something set up for these players, like you know some sort of their own like spring camp or I don't know something set up for oh like the the players' union set up yeah right? yeah yeah that's legal right yeah I mean they're a union it's Only like hey we're gonna set this up no cop no stop it's um, only legal if you get caught. No, we're gonna set this up. Come out if you want. You know, it's like it's like uh, you know, bros before. I mean, it's like bros going out and playing ball oh, or you something remember that like that. Crappy Sandlot game that the the, the <laughs> vlog boy did. He made it sound like they're gonna play a real game and like oh, all yeah. these major leaguers were gonna show up and then they they were like, like two six minor leaguers and they were like, here's a wiffle ball and I was like, what the hell is this, dude? This is hot garbage. This is the this is so disappointing. I would have rather had no chance of having this than a slight chance, slight chance of something happening. Uh-huh. I hate vlog boy, man. I really do. But. uh yeah, I really don't think the regular season is going to be affected. Uh, spring trading is going to also be weird because the COVIDs are a thing again. Uh, it's going to definitely prove to be an issue early in spring training. Luckily, camps are held, held in the safest spots in the world, safest states, Arizona and Florida. So that should all be kosher. But uh, we're going to solve the MLB lockout real quick and then probably get the hell out of here. Um, what is your one like surefire, can't miss, fix all for all of this acrimony and bickering between the league and the players. Uh, I'm going to threaten them. I'm going to say, if you guys don't figure this out well, today, yeah, <laughs> if you don't figure it out today, I'm going to send Doug in there to talk to you all day long. And he won't stop talking. Under clear instructions, Doug will not stop talking until you guys figure it out. My send Tootsie Rolls with him, too. I don't know. Hey, you have 24 hours, league. And Doug can go. I love I my man, burn Doug. burn this place to the ground. <laughs> my, mine is, uh, I'm going to keep it real simple. You get, like, a group of each side, like five and five. You throw them in a bar. You just keep throwing shots at them. Last one standing wins. That's the way it goes. Oh, like the Indiana Jones movie. Sure. Remember you know me, big time movie guy. Back and forth drinking. Uh-huh. And then I think that was just, like, I think that was, a, you know, a weekend former weekend for you no you're really a shots boy though i can do that coward um yeah if you want to go beer for beer rob <laughs> now that's a video everybody wants to see me and rob going beer for beer last one standing that. wins i'm down for that i'll probably end up fighting <laughs> i'm not really a, a, a fighty drunk I'm more of a i hope you're having a good time kind of drunk <laughs> kind of a fall over yeah, drunk. Yeah, you're more in your. Uh, you, you got your own problems. My to legs deal give with. out. I'm laying on the floor like you guys having fun. Either way, we fix it. We fix baseball. Thank you once again. Send your checks to um, whatever our PO box is. Is over here in South Pasadena. Your mom's house. Professional show once again. 2022 gang. Uh, there was a third segment, but who really cares? Um, <clears throat> we had fun. It's good to be back. I think. I hope you guys enjoyed this. Uh, we did. Um, some of y'all need to realize that, uh, you know, you're not going to get everybody's uh, opinions to match in the comments. So just enjoy uh, the show instead of arguing with randoms that have no bearing on your happiness and day-to-day life. Until then, listen to Roach.
Listen to Roach. Follow the Blue Heaven page on Twitter. That's at Blue Heaven Pod. Find us on the internet at DodgersNation.com. Subscribe to Blue Heaven on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Play, Pandora, Stitcher Radio, uh, Amazon Music. Everywhere your podcasts are available free, we live there. You can hear this again for some reason. Um, subscribe to our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash DodgersNationTV. Subscribe to our Lakers channel, Lakers248. It's like 24-8 because we bring you Lakers news 24 hours a day, eight days a week. And Doug's over there. If you guys like more Doug talking uh, Lakers and wearing different shirts. Tighter shirts. He's got a nice polo, a couple nice polos. Yeah. So, yeah, go to both those channels, hit that notification bell, that, that, that subscribe thing, enjoy all the things with the stuff, and thanks. Goodbye. Episode of the year. Congratulations, guys. I'm at Brooke Meadbury. That's Real FRG. We're on Twitter and Instagram. We're at Dodger Nation on Twitter and Instagram. Stay with us all season long. We'll be doing this all the time. I can't get away. They have me held hostage. Please help me. Guys, thank you for hanging out with us. Thank you for your questions. Thank you for your comments. Tell your dog I said hello, and we'll see you next week. Bye. In a roaring stadium, their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. In a roaring stadium, their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. Bring them home. Bring them home.